You're listening to Real Talk on RCR, Reality Check Radio. You're on Reality Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Oh, how I loved growing up in New Zealand. Uh, to be fair, I found it a little, little bit boring. But, you know, small town New Zealand, it was all we all thought one way. But in hindsight, what a fantastic childhood. And I loved being in New Zealand because we didn't have a race problem. And I listened to Martin Luther King. And I thought how dreadful it was to be in the United States where not only did they historically have slavery, but they had laws that divided the country by race, black versus white. How horrid that was. And how proud I was to be a Kiwi where we all got along lived beside each other, went to school with each other, played sport with each other, married each other, and had children together. And a person's race was irrelevant to me growing up. And I imagined a world where we would grow into where we'd be all intermixed up and it wouldn't matter. And I went on to study biology, which is relevant to race, because you realize that the differences between people in terms of race is nothing. Obviously, People have different genetic potentials. People are brighter, people are faster, and all the rest of it. But that's not characteristically by race. Some small bits are, but very, very small differences. And there's skin pigment. There's facial shape. There's hair. That's it. Differences between men and women, very big, every cell of your body. And so I realized that uh, race really was a social construct, not a biological one, not a genetic one, if you were classifying us as a species. No difference. And so I imagined no one would care. And yet here we are in New Zealand where race dominates everything. Political discussion, legislation, debate, governance, democracy. And we are now favouring one race over another. Everywhere you look, uh, this is going to create huge resentment, huge conflict, huge tension 
unless we quickly get on top of it and reverse it, and it's hard to see how. Because politically, we've got race baiters who get their support by advocating racial policies. Not to help the people they purport to represent, but to help their mates and the elite. And so the tensions exist in society, are being created in society, aren't even over who's getting what. Because this whole race thing is about a tribal elite and a political elite and a business elite. Not about you or I. That's just manufactured to distract us, to create this phony dispute. But the real thing that disturbs me about this is the reversion to it to a one-drop rule. In the South, slavery and Jim Crow laws, and they were fortified by a one-drop rule, which is to say you were either black or white, and you were black if you had one drop of blood that was black. Genetically, this is even more meaningless than being black. Totally meaningless. But we've developed and are applying a one-drop rule here in New Zealand. One drop of blood, you're Maori. And you're in. You've won the lottery of life now. Legislation favors you because you're Maori. Every which way you turn. Oh, but only if you're in a position to exploit that advantage. But we have a one-drop rule. Now, here's the thing that I observe. People that don't even look Maori are now Maori because they have one drop. And ask yourself this. If Maori were put down, like is presented politically, that they are oppressed by white colonialists, then if you could, you'd be choosing not to be a Maori. But of course, to gather up the victimhood status and to gather up the largesse, people with one drop of blood are busy claiming to be Maori. Because then you are special. Well, you're not special. You're just another human being, just like me just like everyone else. And everyone should have the same rights and the same obligations as everyone else because in terms of citizenship, we're all as special as each other. Same rules should apply to everyone. Indeed. 
That's what the treaty was about. No special tribe, no chief having power over others, no race being favoured over another. That was the promise and the intent of the treaty, and it was to be upheld by the law. Not now. And we now have a one-drop rule deciding whether you're advantaged or disadvantaged, whether you're a plus or a minus, whether you're a victim or an oppressor. And here's the really weird thing. The big difference in human beings is sexual dimorphism. The difference between a man and a woman, physically, every which way, mentally, different. Every cell in the body, different. XY versus XX, huge difference. Of course, like everything in nature, it's a bell curve, but different. Nowadays, though, you can choose to be a man or a woman. Indeed, as of June the 15th, you can choose to have your birth certificate changed. You've been a woman your whole life. But you can't overcome the one drop rule, that thing that is so absolutely insignificant in terms of difference. That gap can't be bridged. You need that one drop. Biologically, how crazy is this? Maori were here for, I don't know, a thousand years, say. Not enough to make a genetic difference. So we can't identify any DNA that would distinguish a Maori from Polynesians. There's not a Maori gene or a Maori little bit of DNA that can be uncovered because the time separate from Polynesians is so short. So this one drop has no biological significance. But politically and socially, it's everything. And when we look at people, we can see a difference in culture and what people do and how they act and how they behave. But that's a product of culture and choice, not genetics, not blood. And wouldn't it be lovely to live once again in a world that said, everyone is equal, everyone is equal before the law. We don't distinguish according to irrelevancies like race. And we do understand choice, and we do understand culture, and so we want to foster a good culture and good choices, not a bad culture, not a poor culture, not a bad way of bringing up children, but a good way of bringing up children. People will make good choices, not bad choices, and we know what they are. We don't see the colour of a man's skin but the content of his heart and the choices that he makes. And wouldn't it be lovely 
if we could also see the difference between a man and a woman and knew that it was real and valued that difference and respected it. You're on Real Talk with Rodney Hyde on Reality Check Radio. You're listening to Real Talk on RCR, Reality Check Radio.